The Secret of Life, today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. I am excited about today's show, The Secret of Life. I want to help you think about one thing, one thing for the next few minutes that will get you excited about life again. That one thing that will ignite a spark inside of you to give you a passion to go after whatever it is that you are seeking in life. You and I, you know, we are a community. We're a community of friends that gather each week to find a little bit more about God, to find out our direction, to have a little more peace, a better quality of life. And it all happens when we get the hell out of our life. But before I begin my show today, I want us to prepare. I want us to start our engines of expectancy. And what I mean by that is this. A few years ago, I heard Pastor Rod Parsley say something that I have never forgotten. The atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. Do you need a miracle? Do you need God to answer a question? Well, I expect you to receive a word from God today. I expect God to meet you at your point of pain or indecision. I expect God to use me to encourage, empower, and inspire you. You know, I don't have time to piss around, friends, and you don't either. We're here because we want more out of life. So let's expect God to show up and show big today because that's the only way I see things in life. I don't see things small. I dream big, I act big, and I serve a big God. So repeat after me, dear Jesus, speak to my heart, change my life, talk to me today. You know, it's as simple as that, my friends. We are expecting God to move in our lives, and he wants to move so big in our lives because we have a job to do. We have things to do. We have people to see, places to go. We have dreams to be realized. We have a song to sing. We have a story to tell. We have things that need to be done. And you'll say, well, Ron, I don't have all that. I I work nine to five every day. I go home, play catch with my little kids or little league baseball, watch a little TV and go to bed and repeat the cycle day after day. Well, you know, that's fine. Some people would call that a rut. You know, a rut I heard is defined as a grave with, you know, open ends. Friends, there's nothing wrong with having day-to-day routines, but You never want to get into a rut. You don't. Because with God, he is always doing the unexpected. He's always changing things when you least expect it because he wants you to become dependent on him. Have you ever watched those outdoor wilderness shows? What is the most important thing that each of those individuals need? Well, it seems to me that they need fire. Now, I have seen some of the individuals create a fire in less than a minute. They have a stone, flint, some straw. They are prepared to start a fire. 
Now, I've seen others totally unprepared, have no earthly idea why they are even in the wilderness, and they go for days trying frantically to start a fire. And our life is somewhat similar. In order for us to have a little more peace, a little more passion, and to really understand our purpose and our destiny, we've got to have ourselves on fire. We need a spark from God, that idea, the dream, the goal, the thing that we know that God wants us to do in life. You know, the thing that you know you want to do, but you don't tell anybody about it because you don't want them to laugh at you. The thing that you go to bed at night with and lay your head on the pillow and you don't tell anybody, you just pray about it and you hope one day that it will materialize. Well, I'm here to tell you it will materialize if You allow God to light the spark, come into your life, let him catch you on fire. Have you ever heard of John Wesley? He was a leader of revival within the Church of England, and he used to go out into the countryside, and people would come from all over to watch him. He said that he caught himself on fire And people came to watch him burn. Now, obviously, not literally on fire, but he said, quote, light yourself on fire with passion and people will come from miles to watch you burn. And I think that's what's missing from a lot of folks today and a lot of people that are sitting in church. They go through the motions. They go every week. They stand up, sit down, say the prayers, have the communion, but they have no passion. If you went up to them and asked them point blank, what is your purpose here on earth? They'd stumble, stutter, and probably say something, uh, oh, be nice to people. Pray for world peace. (laughs) But most people don't know because they don't have a, a passion. And you say, well, Ron, why don't they have a passion? Because the world sometimes is so cruel to you and I. The world wants to tell us how to think, how to act, and what we need to do. And sometimes the people we love the most, our friends, our family, and our parents, don't encourage us to pursue our dreams. What do they do? Well, you need to go and do this. This will pay you the most money. How many things in your life are based on how much money you make are the 401k? So you put all your dreams aside, you put all your hopes aside, and you hope one day maybe you'll have some time to do what you want to do. Well, that day never arises. Have you ever watched the movie City Slickers? I love that movie with Billy Crystal and Jack Palance. Well, I'm going to play a little clip from a scene, and let me set it up for you. Billy Crystal, who plays Mitch, he is soon to be 40 years old, and he has lost his passion for life. Well, he and Curly, and Curly is his rugged cowboy, are taking a ride in the countryside, and Curly offers Mitch some great advice. Let's take a listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, how old are you? 38. 39. Yeah. You all come up here about the same age, same problems. Spend about 50 weeks a year getting knots in your rope, and then, and then you think two weeks up here will have time for you. None of you get it. Do you know what the secret of life is? No, what? This. Your finger? One thing. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. 
That's great, but what's the one thing? That's what you got to figure out. So what is your one thing? Is there one thing that really decides what motivates you, what encourages you, what brings you passion? And it's okay if you say no. You may even say, well, I want to. Well, good. Let's help you today. Let me help you get that one thing kind of defined in your life, that one thing that is going to take you down that path, the one thing that God is going to open doors of opportunity and blessings in your life if you will be faithful to that one thing that he gave you. After all, the one thing is what he gave you. It helps define you. It is you. It's part of who you are, your personality. And that's why God is the only one that can help you accomplish that. You know, a lot of these people that tell you no, or you got to, you know, you got to sit down and, and take a back seat and just don't worry about all those crazy dreams. What they don't know is all your characteristics and personality that make you, you only God does. So they would never understand the passion you have for something to them. It may seem silly. But to them, it is silly because they're, you know, they're not wired to think like you do. Now, think about the one thing in your life, and it probably goes all the way back to your childhood. When you looked at the world through the eyes as a child, remember all the possibilities that were in your mind, the eyes of a dreamer who was going to set the world on fire. But often the world came in and extinguished your passion with a dose of their reality, telling you you're a dreamer, you can't do that. Get a real job. That terrible advice that somebody told you about following your dreams, that's bad advice. Go out there and you'll end up being poor and not ever having anything in life. Well, is that so bad if I'm happy? (laughs) nowadays you can't really ask that there's a story in the bible joseph he was a dreamer joseph that is probably one of my favorite stories in the bible now he was a dreamer and he would tell his brothers and his dad about his dreams well his brothers were very jealous of joseph see because joseph's dreams were going to take him somewhere he was going to be something one day he was going to do something one day and his brothers didn't like that so they conspired to kill him. Well, they never killed him, but they sold him off into slavery. Well, read the story, but I will tell you this. I'll fast forward. Everything Joseph dreamed about as a boy became a reality. He became a powerful ruler, saved a lot of people from starvation, and eventually reconciled with his brothers and dad. Hey, do you remember this? Why, you're nothing but a great big coward. You're right. I am a coward. (laughs) I haven't any courage at all. I even scare myself. <laughs> Look at the cycles under my eyes. I haven't slept in weeks. <laughs> Why don't you try counting sheep? That doesn't do any good. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yes, that is too bad for that cowardly lion. If God could have only given him some courage... But God wants to give you some courage today. That's right, to light that spark of courage so you will become you. You will take those gifts, talents, and abilities to the world. So the question then becomes, 
How do I discover my gifts, Ron? I'll tell you in one minute. If you need something more out of life than what you've already experienced. If you need a new start. A clean slate. If you want to live life forever. You need God in your life. If getting old has you depressed. Growing up sometimes scares the daylights out of you. If you want to know what the future holds, get in touch with the one who holds the future. Stop wasting time and get a hold of God. It's not about earning points by being good. It ain't about some boring church. It's not about working your way to heaven. Finding God is not about following some group who claims to be the only way to God. It's not about being religious. It's not about religion. It's all about God's only son. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's about Jesus Christ. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Well, someday when I stand before God and he asks me, why should I let you into heaven? All that's going to matter is if I knew Jesus or not. And that's what it's all about. Oh, people like us, we've got to stick together. Back listeners, today I'm talking about that one thing in your life that will get you excited about life, the one thing that will give you passion, ignite courage within you. And um, one of the things that we have to absolutely believe is that we each possess a gift, a talent, and a skill that nobody else has. We can do something that nobody else can do. It is our gift to the world. It is our gift from God. And I want to tell you some ideas how to discover your gifts, but I do want to mention that I have discovered with my life that some of the things that I thought I was going to do with my life, I'm not doing them at all. And things that I never knew I could do, I am doing. And I really, I talk about that really extensively in the book, The Promoter, because one of the things that happens when we begin to pursue our purpose and our destiny, and we do surrender to God because he is the ultimate uh, trailblazer. He goes before us, he opens the pathways, and things begin to fall in place. But what we will find, what you will find on this path is a lot of things that you never expected, but they're good things. And I discovered years ago, I believe I know why that happens, because then we can never take credit for it ourselves, because some of the things that God wants to reveal to you and to empower you with and to just magnify to unbelievable proportions in your life are things that only he can do. And when you understand this and when you accept this, then all of a sudden this relationship you have with God, it just takes on a whole new um, metamorphosis. You begin changing into this, this super person that is an electronic billboard for God. I know that sounds uh, a little melodramatic, but it is true because the more you begin living 
in your purpose. And the more you begin giving those gifts, talents, and skills back to the world, the more God will elevate you, will promote you. A lot of people have so many wonderful talents, skills, and abilities, and the only thing that is holding them back is themselves. They want to be in the headlines. They want to do everything. Well, God's not going to promote you that way, and he shouldn't, because then it's all about you, and it's not about him. So I want you to think about this, that not only has God given you a set of gifts, but he has specifically designed strengths inside of you. And those strengths, when developed, become this incredible purpose and a difference maker in life. And God has not forgotten you. He wants you to just chill out a little bit, let him put that courage in you, and then just take one day at a time. Don't be so anxious about things. I know a lot of us, we want everything right now. We want it now. It doesn't work that way. We take little baby steps, and then soon those baby steps t- come into bigger steps. And then next, the next thing you know, we're on our way to doing the things that we never knew we could do. But you know the good thing about it, friend? is fun begins to come back into your life. I've been saying for weeks that it's time for us to smile again. It's time for us to laugh again. It's time for us to dream again. Take a break from all the things that are going on in this world that you have no control of. But think on this. One of the things that you may make a difference in this world with is the talents, skills, and abilities that God has given you. Now, if someone told me 25 years ago, the life I was living, that I would be on Christian radio for 10 years, and then I would have a podcast and a radio show that literally went all over the world promoting God, I would have said, hey, listen, I don't know where you got those drugs or that pot you're smoking, but can you give me some? Because that ain't going to happen to me. Don't you see what I'm doing now? Don't you see my life? It's all about making money. It's all about me. And that's really what it was. And then one day I ran into God and my life has changed for the better, better, better. And that's why I am now a promoter, a promoter for God, a promoter for destiny, because I want to help you on this journey. I want to help you get the hell out of your life. I want you to know that it doesn't matter what anybody else in the world thinks about you. God loves you. God has a special picture in his back pocket, in his wallet of you. And he looks at it and said, that's my boy. That's my girl. They're going to do some awesome things in this world. If I can just get them to listen if I can just get them to sit still long enough so I can put that courage in them, to put that strength in them, to put a boldness in them, to put everything that they need to accomplish the assignment that I have given them. (laughs) Wow. So I go back to asking you about your gifts. What are the things that you love doing? What are the things that really give you passion? 
And maybe you just need to ask some of your friends or acquaintances, hey, when you look at me, um, what do you see as my strength? And be honest with them. Tell them, you know, I'm really searching for life, uh, what it is that I am to do here, my assignment. But if you could grade me, can you give me my strengths? Can you give my my weaknesses? And don't take it so personal that, um, you know, I know one of my strengths is <laughs> I like to talk. I like to promote. But it also is one of my weaknesses because sometimes I talk too much. <laughs> sometimes I just don't shut up. And sometimes I can just feel people kicking me under the table and saying, Ron, it's time to just listen. So, you know, it's always, uh, we're always being shaped. We're always being molded to what God has for us. I just can't emphasize enough that what God has for you is really, really good. It's really, really good. But now, the question, will you take that step? Will you allow God to put the courage in you and to ignite it into a rip-roaring fire that will have you doing things you never knew you could do? The hardest thing to do, I'm going to tell you right now, and prepare yourself for this, the little heckler that's inside of you. That's right. There will be a heckler that will say, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? Look at your past. Look what you've done. God can't use you. You just have to expect that there is going to be a heckler in your life. And when you hear that heckler, you just say, listen here, heckler, shut up. I am a child of God with a plan and a purpose and a destiny, and you aren't going to mess my day up. Or like Clint Eastwood would say, Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> now, of course, I'm not an impressionist, and I will not be going to Hollywood anytime soon trying to imitate Clint Eastwood. But we have to expect when we wake up in the morning, we have to expect that we are going to have troubles. Capital T that rhymes with P that stands for possibilities. That's right. The possibilities are endless when we expect trouble, but we know that God will deliver us from the trouble. So when the trouble comes our way, we just say, you know what? I was expecting you trouble, but I am going to turn you over to my God, my Jesus, and um, and you'll be gone. Be gone here, little pretty. Let me gone. <laughs> I'm on the Wizard of Oz little kick. I, uh, that's a great movie. But we've got to understand. We have to understand that time is ticking. And um, a lot of people ask me, I don't know why they think because I'm getting older that, oh, Ron, are you going to retire one day? Retire? No, I'm not going to retire as long as I can speak, as long as I can shout from the highest mountaintops that God loves you, God has a plan for you, and God has a destiny. No, no, I cannot, because it's never in life how we start. It's how we finish. I want to finish strong. I want to finish with God clapping his hands and saying, keep going, son, keeps going, son. Because I want to hear those words one day, well done, good and faithful servant. 
Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, I just want to re-emphasize how privileged I am to be able to come to you each week with ideas, thoughts, wisdom, messages from God, prayer requests, because it's all about you. It really is. I'm only here because of you. I've taken my gift, and my gift is uh, I'm a little fire starter is what I tell people. I want to help ignite that fire that's inside of you and let God fan the flames. I do want to do a shout out to my son's friends up at Ole Miss University, University of Mississippi, uh, Austin, Jacob, Hannah, and uh, Austin, your girlfriend, I forgot her name. (laughs) Maybe it's Emma. I'm not sure. But uh, when they were down a few weeks ago, my son Jacob, uh, his girlfriend said, Mr. Ron, uh, people are listening to your podcast up there and uh, I need to take some autographed or some signed books when I go back up there for some of the kids. Wow. I thought to myself, that's pretty special. A 20, 21 year olds uh, listening to podcasts, not because it's dad. It's because I really do believe our younger generation is the generation that is going to make a difference in this world. God is speaking to them. They see this world a little bit out of control and they want to be a difference maker. Just like you, friends, be a difference maker. Remember this, that God has given you a talent, skill, and ability, and he is ready for you to step out on the world stage and say, look who I am with God directing me. That's right. It's all about God, but he has to use people, and he will use you. He will use I, and let's just make this a better world with love, with peace, with direction, and most of all, with God's unconditional love with his son, Jesus Christ. Well, I do want to mention this also. If you go to my website, thepromoter.org forward slash podcast, if you scroll down a little bit, there's a free resource you can download called Get the Hell Out of Your Life. It's about a 52-page PDF file, but I think you will find it very educational and enjoyable of how to get the hell out of your life. Until next week, this is Ron Myers reminding you that God loves you, God has a plan for you, and he will love the hell out of your life. God bless you. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.